This is Ursula Hogan welcoming you to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio, where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events in the news this week. In February, Scarfagon Locomogie Club is organising a special coaching event led by former Kilkenny player Martin Fogarty. Jim Collins talked to club PRO Keith Brennan about the coaching weekend. Now it's great to be joined on the line by Keith Brennan, PRO of Scarifogunlo Camogie Club. Keith, you're very welcome. Hi, Jim. Um, great to be talking to you. Thanks for having me on. Not at all. I, and the reason we're, we're calling you, um, Keith, is that uh, in February there is uh, a special, um, I suppose, coaching event on uh, for three days or two and a half days in the middle of February. That's right. Um, yeah, um, Pat Minogar, our chairperson, and Pascal Sheedy headed off down to, to Kilkenny there and um, they've managed to grab Mark Fogarty for a couple of days. Um, Martin, I can go into his background a bit if you want to. Yeah, go on. ahead, Keith, because we know yeah, him as a as a Kilkenny hurler back in the day. Yeah, he, look, he, very much so. He's, he, he's, a big, he's a big name down Kilkenny in that neck of the woods. Um, he um, he worked under Brian Cody for a good few years and won I think six, five or six All Irelands with the Kilkenny senior team um, and he was he was the main coach himself um, under twenty ones uh, with the Kilkenny teams down there as well back back in uh, maybe two thousand three and four so the pedigree there he's um, he's a great hurling background he's got I suppose he has the hurling in the veins and um, that's probably what led then to GA making. He, he made him the first national hurling development manager um, yes. in 2016. Yes. So he, he did that for five years. Uh, he's retired. He's a retired teacher and principal and everything else he's done in his life. But um, his main plan was to develop coaching um, in all 32 counties, really. Probably um, reflecting more on some of the other counties less well-known, like, you know, Carlow, Leach, Westmead, these other places. Yes. So... Um, Pat managed to get an appointment or a meeting with the man and uh, we've managed to secure him now for two and a half days uh, in the middle of February, 16th to the 18th. Um, and he's going to come down to us and uh, show us what he's learned and show us how we can maybe add, add a bit at that, at that few percent that we sometimes talk about um, uh, in, in the Camogie Club and into our teams down here. So it's great to have some that experience and, and from outside, you know, outside the player, outside the circle, I suppose, Bringing, bringing their outside of knowledge into our club and into our teams and our players. Yes, and of course, a new voice as well, which people will, you know, listen to and would be welcome. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny, we, we probably all know each other so well um, and so much around here. Um, when, when somebody else comes in um, with the background that they have, um, definitely they'll, they'll be listened to and um, have a different approach possibly too that we'll take on board. And help us improve, and you know, get that little bit more, and maybe just spread the word a bit further. And you know, we're all here to promote Camogie, promote the game, promote our players, and um, yeah, and be the best that, that, that you can be. Yeah, and it's not always easy to um, to bring that up because if the, you know, in Camogie and, and community Camogie that we have around here, everybody knows each other, and somebody else bringing their voice in, yeah, definitely, you're, you're going yes. to listen to what they have to say because you know they're they're bringing their knowledge. They don't know anybody out this way, so 
you know, they're, they're bringing what they have. Yes. And uh, we, we'll take from that. I know. And I suppose you mentioned there, you know, to improve that little bit extra. And of course, you know, even looking at results last year, um, you know, a small bit can make a huge difference. It can mean the difference between winning and losing. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I, you know, look at I'm, I'm it's, it's only the last couple of years I've, I've been really following the adult games, the, you know, our, our senior team and um, our junior team. Um, and you can see, you know, the, the smaller percentages in those games definitely make a difference. Um, they're, at a, they're at a different level there, those girls. So any bit to help them or change it or add a bit, yeah, it's, it's value added. And yes. It can make a difference, absolutely. Okay. They, it's, it's, am I right in thinking it's for both boys and girls are welcome in this uh, area? Yeah, I suppose um, Pat, Pat and Pat come down and, and have a good a good chat um, an agreement then made with with um, with Martin. Um, initially, yeah, he's going to come up and he's, he's, he, it's the club, it's the club, club that's bringing him up. But yeah. we have we have invited um, the both both Harlan teams, you know, Scarf and O'Gunlo, yes, um, for the underage the underage side of things that, that Martin's going to bring. Um, what what Dave is doing what. Uh, that that itinerary has yet to be released, but uh, you know we have we have the, the venues and the times, etc. Um, the breakdown then would be would be given to all the clubs then, and you know, yes, yeah, I'm sure that, I'm sure it'll be involved. You know, we have we PJ already here in O'Donnell as well, so that's right. Another Kilkenny man, yes, <laughs> the, and I'm sure the Kilkenny influence won't do any harm, Keith. No, not at all, not at all. God. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll take it <laughs> absolutely exactly <laughs> what what venues are earmarked for the weekend so uh, on Friday so Friday would be an evening session um, that's going to be in, in Scarif GA in the hall in um, Scarif GA yes um, Times time TBA at the moment uh, Jim yes uh, on the 17th then uh, we're looking at the all weather pitch in Scarif uh, for the morning and afternoon yes now that's that's subject to weather. So if the weather is poor, I think we have a backup plan with the rugby club. Yes, um, yes. We'll, we'll, we'll support it then. And then on on the 18th and the Sunday, then it's going to be in O'Connell in the field on here in O'Connell. Grant. Okay, so it'll be spread right across the two parishes and the 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 three clubs, so to speak: O'Connell, Scarif, and then yourselves, Scarif O'Connell. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, how do I presume there there must be mechanisms in place where somebody must register for the course so you'll know how many people are coming, etc. Yeah, and 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 so as a club ourselves, you know, you know, we, we've we've got our couple of social media that we use. We use Facebook, and um, we've a WhatsApp group as well. Now, I'm saying a WhatsApp group. We've, we've a few WhatsApp WhatsApp groups. Um, each each team have their own WhatsApp group. Uh, we've a coaches group, we've a committee group, and then we've a, we've a generic members group, we'll say. So uh, we, we'll definitely be spreading the word um, and reminding everybody um, throughout, you know, the next few weeks, especially if it's getting closer to, to keep those days open. Yes. Um, and it's not, you know, just, it's, obviously, you know, we want the players and the teams and the coaches to take from this. But I think a big philosophy that um, Martin Fogarty would have as well would be, it's parents getting, especially the underage, you know, getting getting the parents involved. Yes. Whether they ever picked up a hurley in their life or not, it doesn't matter. You know, his methods and his way of just introducing the game, getting people interested in the game, um, and just building on from there. So we're looking at everybody getting involved: players, teams, coaches, 
uh, our members, uh, anybody and everybody. I think um, it'll be a very open session and uh, very enjoyable uh, by by all accounts. Um, yes. Watching what Martin does, he does a lot of drills. He has he's on YouTube. You know, you can go into the GA website. Um, there's hundreds of drills the man does um, for for almost every aspect and every type of play. Yeah. Um, so he, the knowledge is there and we'll just take a bit of it if we can. So there's a lot to learn for from the coach's point of view as well this weekend. I mean, the coaches will have a huge, you know, opportunity to, to widen their horizons, perhaps. Yeah, and, you know, there's like Martin will probably focus on, on the basics, as, as he called it, six skills or whatever, but... You know, he definitely there's a philosophy behind his his methods, yes. and you know he 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 believes in a certain way of training, and he he thinks he 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 thinks back to basics. He said players play the game because they want to play games. They're not out there to train the whole time. They're not out there to book a ball. They want to play games. Yes, and it's part of his training philosophy. Then is every session you do. You know, you're you're, based, you're you're focusing on the skills, but there has to be a game session in there as well, yes. or game type mentality, and and that's that's his that's his method methodology, and that's the way he thinks, and that's what that's the word he wants to spread. And from from his point of view, he thinks more people get involved the more games you play because that that's where the enjoyment is. At underage, obviously, you know, you you want to bring enjoyment in yes. and the skill set builds and as as they progress through the different age groups. Yeah, well, without the enjoyment, I suppose you know we'd be wasting our time um, because they they as you say they have to enjoy it. They I suppose bringing in parents as well and bringing in like the entire parish, if you like, um, is a great way of building up camaraderie. You know, with all that with whether you're talking about Scarif O'Gunlow Camogie Club or O'Gunlow Hurling Club or Scarif Hurling Club, um, bring in people like that from the outside. It uh, it increase it it helps the atmosphere. I'd say around teams and around the clubs. It, it, it does. Like I'm 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 living in O'Gunlow, um, Jim. I'm here eighteen nineteen years nearly at this stage. Um, you know, the, our first. I suppose our first community activity was the school. Um, you know, the school had Peter Casey teaching the girls and the boys and their um, the hurling skills. Yes. And and it fell from there. You know, then the clubs. You know, the girls start to join the club. Like my own daughter plays Kowalbi, obviously. You know, um, and it it develops there. Then the, the community aspect grows because you're going from the school environment to the club environment, and that that community just builds from there. Because obviously, then all the clubs within player then are all meeting each other. And you're widening, you're widening the, your community and uh, who you meet and who you, who you end up playing with or against or your your kids playing up against. So you know that's 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 the idea behind it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we've of course, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, well, I, your last um, I, I I've been called a local Jim, so I'm I'm a Limerick man originally, um, <laughs> and I. I'm 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 not a blow in. I'm here too long to be a blow in, but I'll never be a local. So I'm I'm local, Jim. So yeah. I'll take it. I'm, I'm not here that. I know. Well, I said they've forgiven you at this stage anyway for your Limerick <laughs> origins, Keith. But um, yeah, that's it. It sounds brilliant now, and hopefully that there will be great buy into it. You know, among all the 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 hurlers and camogie players in the area and the coaches and. Uh, Hopefully it will be, and I mean, you mentioned there the, the camaraderie and we've all seen, you know, outside of the, the games, 
uh, that we've all been to around Clare and around Munster with Camogie Club over the last few years. But uh, they've all been great social occasions as well because people meet and people chat and banter and, uh, you know, come back, you know, OK, it's better if you win, but it's it's a great occasion to, to meet people as well. And that's true for everybody. So hopefully this will, uh, you know, give great impetus to that as we go on. Yeah, and just on that, Jim, you know, all the kids start young, and and the parents, you know, of young kids, and if if you're coming into Scarif or Gunnlower the area, um, you know, you're delighted for your your children to join a club because you know it gets them socially active and they're meeting and they're partaking in sport, but it it goes from there, and that you know you, the parents of the younger kids will start to see what's there and get involved in the club themselves. And if we can build on that, that, you know, the parents aren't, you know, I, I probably found it a little bit intimidating myself, you know, because when my daughter joined, you know, she was very young and I was new to the area. And yet, you know, here here I am, you know, X amount of years later and up to my neck in the club and loving it yes. and following everything. Yeah. But that, that needs to happen for everybody. And I think Martin's idea is the younger they are, and the parents just get them involved yes. and they'll grow with the club as well and you're bringing in new coaches new assistants new helpers you know new blood yes. into the club great well I've seen there recently a group of uh, youngsters who are residents in the hotel in Scarif at the moment and um, brandishing lovely white hurleys uh, going down the street in Scarif so it was wonderful to see and hopefully yeah. Absolutely, listen, yeah. Listen, Keith, that's great. Thank you so much for, for joining us today. And let's hope that uh, the whole event will be well supported and that there'll be a great attendance and that we will uh, all learn uh, from Martin's experience and from his knowledge uh, in the whole area of, of coaching and bringing people together. So, listen, thanks a million. And uh, we'll talk to you. I'm sure we'll talk to you, Keith, during the year. I appreciate it, Jim. And thanks for your time this evening. And we, we, the word will be spread more and more in the next couple of weeks as we get closer to it. Great stuff. OK, God bless, Keith. Bye-bye. Thanks, Jim. The nature of a local library has changed so much over the years, it is now almost unrecognisable from that of a few decades ago. Jim Collins visited Scarif Library this week and spoke with librarian Emer Bowen. I'm here in Scarif Library with Emer Bowen. Emer, very welcome back to Scarif Bay Community Radio. Thanks a million, Jim. Uh, just looking, Emer, I'm looking at the sheet of paper there in front of you and a few notes I have taken. There are, there's an, there are an awful lot of activities here in the library. Yeah. It's not just about sitting reading books. No, that I think that day is, that, that day is kind of gone. Um, mm. So, yeah, people come, they, they, they expect a little bit more yes. from the library service and we aim to provide what we can to, to meet people's needs. But they expect to be told... By no, the librarian. I, sometimes <laughs> we try to get them to use their indoor voices, but uh, yeah, that sh is kind of gone as well. <laughs> okay. Well, I suppose one of the things that I know we had featured in the news last week on Scarif Bay Community Radio was the age-friendly morning on Tuesdays. I mean, that sounds very interesting. Yeah, it's actually it's good fun. So we have um, we have our age-friendly car parking space outside the front we're accessible now because we have our lift um, so people can access the entirety of, of the of the building and the morning then it just involves people coming in 
make a cup of tea or coffee, have a biscuit, have a chat. There's games here so they play cards or they can play Scrabble or whatever game that they, they, we have to hand, they're, they're more than welcome to, to use. And on some occasions then what we do is we have people in to give talks on different topics. So we've had talks on um, staying safe in your home. We've had talks on um, cybercrime and how to keep yourself safe through your devices. Um, We also do um, classes on your smart tech. So if you have any issues with smart tech devices that you want to brush up on, we do that too. Um, but it's it's a really enjoyable morning and it's a way of people just getting out of the house and coming to a nice, warm, bright environment, friendly, we hope, yes. um, where they don't have to be too quiet and they can enjoy a cup of tea and they can have a natter and get to know people and just kind of do something different. Yes, it's a social outing it as well. It is, absolutely, yeah, it yeah. is. And it's, I mean, it would be aimed at, let's say, older people in, in our community. Now, if you look at age-friendly, it, it's targeted from 55 up, so I'm only yes. a short throat away from it myself. <laughs> <laughs> so we were a bit shocked, but yeah, so anybody yes. from, look, it, it's it's age-friendly, but we're open to anybody popping in, to be okay. honest with you. And you have a good group coming we in. We do, we have a lovely group of people who come in and they sit and they play cards and they teach each other different games and the whole lot. We get Raheen Day Centre come down occasionally um, <clears throat> when they're invited if we have something going on or if they're looking for something different to do themselves, they'll pop in and we'll, we'll accommodate them as well. But it's a lovely group of people. And it, as you said yourself, it's it's a, just a nice social and a atmosphere that goes on here. It's really, yes. really nice. Well, no one can complain that they have nothing to do no, on a Tuesday morning. definitely not. <laughs> and it starts at what time? It usually kicks off about 10.30. Yeah, lovely, lovely. That would be. Absolutely. Yeah, they should be out of bed at that stage. They should be out of bed and have breakfast over. And have breakfast over. And you give them a cup of tea. They they can have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee and we provide biscuits and all. Lovely, (laughs) lovely. What more can you say? No excuse. And also on a Tuesdays, I gather you have uh, chess for younger people. We do. We do. There's um, Bert Hederman. He is a local man, actually, who's came to us and set up the chess club. And it's hugely popular. So we'd have up to 20 kids on any given Tuesday evening here learning to play chess. He teaches them the tactics and all the different moves and the opens and whatever. And he got them involved then in um, competition yes. before Christmas. So they were all involved in competition. And it's it's just, it's amazing to see because they come in and they're all hyper. And the minute they sit down to the chessboard, they're focused. Yes. And yes. he's got them using the timers now, so they're clicking they're, buttons yes. and everything. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's just fascinating to see the concentration when they actually do sit. Yes. Um, and yes. when they stand, it's a completely different story, but when they sit, but it, it's fabulous. So yeah, that's age, aimed for children aged eight to 18. Yeah. So anybody within that age group is more than welcome to pop in. Lovely. Um, and what time is that? That kicks off at 5.30. Lovely. The, it reminds me of an old friend of years, Michael O'Gorman, God be good to him, who, was, who lived just down the road, but uh, oh, it must be about 40 years ago that he had a chess club going in Scarlet. Oh, go away. So it was, uh, yeah. but it's good to see that it's yeah. continuing. Yeah, it's beyond me, but. <laughs> yeah, well, me too, unfortunately. Can't wrap my head around it. <laughs> and I mean, not to be, that's not all that you do. On Wednesdays, you have a craft club. Yeah, we have a crafting morning here. So again, it's primarily women that come, but we're open to men coming if they want to knit and crochet. I have a friend who is a, f- a fantastic crocheter. He does phenomenal stuff. So they knit, they crochet, they felt, they do um, 
they make blankets they do a whole plethora of stuff and again the tea is very important yes and uh, they have a chat and they they teach each other as well which is quite nice so if anybody's struggling with one aspect somebody else might know and they they they, they, they trade their their secrets their secrets yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's not a class it's just it's a group a of people it's, coming together yeah, it's just a group of people and yeah. again that's open anybody is more than welcome if they have any interest in, in any sort of crafting they're more than welcome to come in and sit in on it okay and I suppose even if, if it was years since people practiced what they would have once done they can come in and yep, brush up brush up and yeah. learn and maybe teach absolutely yeah More yeah. The, the more the merrier as they say and you were telling me before we came on air that uh, you have a special project which we, we will certainly go back to during the year but uh, give us a, a brief account of it yeah so we are trying to uh, embrace I suppose the circular um, economy and this, uh, the circularity of, of product and this last Christmas just gone we didn't get a Christmas tree because we didn't want to first and foremost spend money on, an, on a real Christmas tree and we didn't want to buy an artificial, an artificial Christmas tree so I saw this project in another library up the country and we are going to crochet a seven foot hopefully uh, Christmas tree so we have the crafting club working on that as, at the moment um, so what we want is people to knit or crochet um, six inch squares in any shade of green wool whatever you can lay your hands on it doesn't matter and we are going to create a six seven foot christmas tree um this christmas so at the moment it's just the crafting club that are involved and a couple of us here in the library the staff members we're learning how to crochet good we're not doing too good but we're learning (laughs) and then come september we're hoping to get the schools involved so we're going to get all the kids knitting and crocheting six inch squares for this phenomenal christmas tree that's going to appear in the library in december yeah that will be fabulous it'll be stunning it'll absolutely it'll it'll be beautiful and it's something that's going to be here forever yes and it's something that you can say that's my square hopefully people will be able to pick out their squares and say that i did that you you can knit on christmas lights as well as in colored uh, yeah well our crafters circles or squares the crafters here made us a beautiful advent calendar and they made little decorations so they felt it little mice and stars and baubles and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so again, hopefully if people are interested in making decorations for us, they're more than welcome to, and we can hang those on, on our beautiful Christmas tree. Okay, well, we'll keep an eye during yeah, the year definitely. and we'll t- get in touch with you again in relation to that, because it sounds a fascinating... Uh, a 12-month project. A 12-month, well, you're getting, it's, it's still January, but uh, yeah. you're getting ready for next Christmas. Absolutely, okay. yeah, never too early. No. What else uh, do you do here in the library for people who might be interested? Yeah, so we have our book clubs. We have a morning book club and our evening book club. They are once a month. And uh, people, again, are more than welcome to pop into the library, pick up the book and come and join in the book club if, if they so wish. You don't have to talk. Some people think, oh my God, I haven't read the book or I haven't read all of it. I am so guilty of getting book clubs books and not reading them myself and I'm sitting there with my cheat sheet and I always say to them I have my cheat sheet now of all my questions that I got off the internet (laughs) somewhere so yeah you don't have to have read the book if you read even some of it it's nice Um, and we promise there won't be any spoilers (laughs) we make sure Um, but it's it's a nice way to come in and kind of again get to meet people have a chat and indulge yourself in a passion of reading that Mm. that you might that you enjoy you know that Mm. you can come in and have a chat with people like minded people of course there are many people in the community anyway who will come in and will have it read yes you know so it's not a yeah and again they're open to anybody who's who's interested in coming in 
Um, and again, it's just a nice way to get out of the house and meet people and get away from the screens and just to yes. to sit. And, and how does it work then? You, you you pick a title. Presumably. Yeah. So my my book club that I run here is the evening book club. It's on a Tuesday evening once a month, and it's probably the last Tuesday of the month usually. And I have been nominated by the group to pick the books, which can get a bit... Uh. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've picked the books. So far, I've been pretty lucky. They haven't complained about them. Um, I get a, a collection of the books in here to the library. Um, I give them to the book club members and I leave some out so people might want to read it anyway. Um, so, and they read the book, we come in, we have a chat. Um, but this, starting from next book club, I'm giving each member a page and they have to give me four recommendations of books. And we're going to work through that list then throughout yes. the year. So it won't be so all your yeah, fault. No, it's not going to be all right. Because they're reading books going, why did you pick this? I'm like, I'm so sorry. But yes. yeah. yeah. So it won't be, I can't be blamed for everything. I know. <laughs> and listen, you have poetry as well. We do. Nikki Griffin does a poetry evening. Um, again, once a month, I think. I'm not 100% sure on that. But um, the poetry evening kicks off at uh, half six. Our next one is on the 15th of February. And again, people just come in, they read poems that they like, they might read poems that they've written themselves, um, and they have a chat. And again, it's just about like-minded people participating in a passion um, of theirs that, and, and kind of indulging themselves in, in, in poetry. It's, it's a lovely evening, it's actually, and there's a lovely group that come to that as well. And again, that's, it's open to anybody who's interested. Yes, and I presume if you have a poem, you can read it. You have, can. Or you can read, uh, you can read a, a well-known poem. You can, yeah. Something that maybe that resonated with you um, or, or that has stuck with you or that a poem that you just love or you have a passion for. Yeah, you can read it. And yes. yeah, people just sit and they have a chat. Yeah, it's lovely. Lovely. Very good. And you turn the place into a cinema every oh, so often. I do. That's fun. Yes. No popcorn. No. Yeah, okay. That's fair enough. <laughs> There's too much cleaning up after popcorn. Yeah, so we have... Um, Next Thursday, actually, the 1st of February, we have um, the Old Oak. So what we do is we have a World Cinema Film Club, and that's once a month. And we show films that are kind of not the normal run-of-the-mill movies, so they'd be from World Cinema. So um, it's, as I said, the Old Oak next week. Yeah, so that's usually a good evening, and we set up a big TV, and we have the chairs out, we make it as dark as we possibly can yes and people come in and they enjoy a movie yeah lovely yeah. lovely that's that sounds brilliant and next thursday yes oh, next uh, thursday. the first of february yes you have a, a special evening we have a special morning morning oh, morning sorry. yes yes so for bridget's day we have uh, an amazing man coming to give a talk on bridget and his name is balor and he goes by balor otherworld and he is a storyteller. He's local to County Clare. He is huge um, Celtic mythology story buff. And he knows everything to do with Celtic mythology. And he's a mine of information and a super interesting man. And that Bridget is kicking off uh, next Thursday at 11 o'clock here in the library. Yes. So again, everybody is welcome. So it's... Adults, children, anybody. Any, yeah, anybody who's interested in coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as I said, he's he's very interesting, and um, he gives a little bit of background about himself first, and then he'll go into the whole story of, of Bridget and what he's learned about Bridget and the mythology surrounding Bridget and the stories surrounding surrounding Bridget. But um, he's actually 
producing an, a film about Bridget at the moment. Yes. Um, but he, unfortunately, he won't have it ready for us for next week. Yes. Um, but he has been here in the past with us, and he did a talk on Biddy Early and yes. showed us a movie mm. on Biddy Early, and that was hugely popular. But well, maybe one of your cinema evenings uh, when he has when the he film has it done, done. Absolutely. Yeah, we might. No, they're they're usually only short, maybe thirty minutes. But yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely. Or we'll definitely have him back. He's fantastic. Yes. Good. Well, that's and that's next Thursday at eleven o'clock in the morning. In the morning. Yes. Perfect. And we might provide a cup of tea. Great. There seems to be tea. This is a running <laughs> tea. is very important tea in this library. Very <laughs> Lego. I, I, I can't associate Lego with the library. I know. Yeah, it's fun and manic and busy. So what we do is it's kind of free. It's a free play Lego. So there's nothing structured about it. Um, and what the kids do is we set out the Lego. They come in and they just create yeah. They create whatever is in their imagination. So we've had some like houses, we've had farms, we've had monsters, we'd have had transformers, you name it. Um, we put them up on the shelves then for display for the week. Yes. And it's amazing just to see even the cooperation because somebody might be looking for a blue bit of Lego and yes. another child will be looking for the blue bit of Lego for them. Yes. Um, so the, the cooperation and concentration and the imagination on, on Saturday mornings is just phenomenal. So it can get a little bit crazy. Yes. Um, which is fun sometimes. Yes. <laughs> so that's on a Saturday yeah, morning. I have visions of grandchildren and the entire floor covered yeah. with Lego. Now, in fairness, they, they're very good. Not a lot of it ends up on the floor, surprisingly enough. Yes. And we're all, we all wear shoes here, so there's no danger yes. of anybody being injured. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we just, as I said, we set up in the kids' section on the tables and they're free to, to play away there with the, with the Lego for an hour and a half or thereabouts. And finally, I see on your list Scrabble mm. on Mondays. Mm. Yes. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's interesting. They, they get very uh, competitive. Yes. And they have their Scrabble dictionaries, so there's nobody getting away with anything. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, that kicks off usually ten half ten. Uh, it's kind of a free flow morning, so if you can't make it for ten, you can pop in at eleven or eleven thirty. Mm. And if there's a board, and you have somebody to play with, you can sit down. So yeah, that's that's. And good, who, that's who good is fun. that aimed at? Or, or so that's what? A, again, it's it's well, it's in, on a Monday morning, so it's kind of adults. Yes. Um, because children obviously are children school. at school. So if any par- parent is freed up and they're looking for something to do of a Monday morning and they're interested in words and uh, competition, yes, yeah. <laughs> um, they're more than welcome to pop in for the Scrabble Club. Yeah, lovely. Yep. It's it's a long way from the. Um, mm. The, the old notion of a library yeah. where there's silence yeah. and, and, you know, you're creeping around looking yeah. at books. It's the a, libraries have completely evolved and changed, and I think probably, f- obviously, for the better hmm. because they're bright, they're welcoming, they're warm. Um, there's a lot going on. They've a lot to offer. I mean, not just, like, the physical stuff that's here in the library that we, that we provide with the book clubs and the film clubs. There's also, like, the online resources. So, I mean, you can get your e-audio books, your e-books. Um, you can go on and you can read magazines on our apps. You can do courses on our apps. You can learn a language on our apps. So there's, there's all those other things as well that, that are involved in the yes. library. And I think the, the evolution of libraries is phenomenal. And with our new flagship library that's going to be opening up in 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 ennis yeah next to glora there we're hoping to have it open up maybe by june um 
it's, it's going to be phenomenal and hopefully it'll give people the opportunity who don't normally go to a library to visit a library and to see that it's not that stuffy place with the woman in the tweed skirt with the glasses and the bun yes. um, sitting behind the desk <laughs> telling you to be quiet um, yes. you know that we it is welcoming and we provide like the resources that we provide are huge it's not just fiction books just to read for pleasure like it's non-fiction I mean you can travel the world in the library you can learn anything in the library I mean we can learn crafting to gardening to yes. we have seed savers here yeah. and we have a seed savers club here um, you know, so there's a, the library offers an awful lot, mm. and you have the added benefit of the social aspect yeah, of the library, absolutely. where people can yeah. literally meet and have a cup of tea and share their yeah, interests. Exactly, that's yeah. it. And as I said, it's accessible. So we have ample parking. We have parent and toddler parking. We have age-friendly parking. We have accessible parking. And we have an elevator in the library. So if anybody can't manage steps, we can get them up the steps without any hassle. Oh, yeah. You know, it. it it's just the accessibility of it, and it, it's here. It's free, F or E E free. Yes. I can't. Not a lot is no, free these there's days. There's not a lot, so it's nice to know that some of your taxes are going to pay for something that's free, and that you can come in and you can use. You can use. Your children can use. Your grandchildren can use. Everybody can use. Um, and it's 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 a, it's a phenomenal space to yes. to to come into, and I would encourage everybody to visit us. Yeah, and I would echo that. Yeah. Ever. Okay, Eimear Bone Librarian here in at Scarif Library, soon to be renamed, by the way. Yes, we never mentioned that, Jim. No. How did we forget that one? <laughs> well, we've mentioned it in other programs. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's going to be amazing. So we're going to be now known as the Edna O'Brien Library, which is brilliant. It is, of course. Um, to be a library to be named after a Clare woman. Yes, and, and Edna from Tungreni, yes. uh, next door to us. Here. Yeah, apparently I was told that we had to get that right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, she is. She's in Bruceborough. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, it'll be phenomenal. So I'm hoping that when the official thing comes that we'll obviously have you back again maybe and we we'll, there'll will be plenty turn. of photos and there'll be more tea yes <laughs> <laughs> okay Emer, many thanks for joining us today and uh, we'll certainly be interested in looking back to see how your christmas tree is going yes and apologies to all those who think it's too early to be talking about christmas <laughs> Emer, thank you very much thanks million, Jim. You have been listening to News Extra on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we will keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarif Bay Community Radio.